up, everybody? Hey, y'all. What's up, Manders? So we're having technical difficulties. I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> technical difficulties. Up, That's y'all? all right. Hopefully, uh, when we pull our guest on here, um, hopefully it's worked out. Can you hear us, Tyler? Shake your head. You just shout. We can't hear you. He's <laughs> figured it all out. <laughs> well, we, we, we can't hear you on purpose because you're in the back room. Yeah, but if you could hear us. Just nod your head. What up, Eric? What's up, Eric? Ain't seen Matt. you in a while, buddy. Soulless bros. Soulless gingers. Soulless. Ain't talked to Matt in a minute either. He's down there at home. He's getting to stay at home. We get some stuff done, making some moolah. Sweet. We are still in the middle of a grind. It's not as crazy as it has been, but there's still something in front of me at all times, all day, every day. <laughs> Today's a little more chill. Uh, blessed to have a lot of work and uh, not complaining, but I am more out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel bad when I when I do say that. You know, not really complaining, but I'm telling you, I was like, I mean, it's seven days a week, and you know, my body can only take so much. But I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me. Like I try not to complain. I'm gonna complain, but I try not to. <laughs> Oh, look at Matt. You finally made it to the gym, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that, how it was. I don't know that I'll do 75 hard again, but I'm trying to eat better, and I need to do some kind of workouts to at least maintain. I'm back up to 211 after being down to 200, so got to get yeah, that changed. Yeah, and I've, I've like, I think I'm going to start something in the morning back because that's when I started last year was September 1st, so here we'll do it. What's up? Dom. He asked me what time we were going on. So we got a yeah, he's, he's excited. We got a fellow Canadian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, me and Dominic were talking for a while there after MTE, and then I've just I, that's why I was telling him, I was like, heck, I don't even talk to Andy until usually the night of the show now. Yeah. And that's when we actually have a show. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been sparse. We apologize for that. It's just a lot going on right now, but we'll we'll get back to regular schedule here for long, which is yeah. Bear with us while we get through all this. Like Brandon, it's more Brandon right now than I ain't working seven days a week. I ain't going to even lie. But so, well, after after stepping, hopefully just after this weekend. But but I'm just saying after next weekend, I'm not booking any more hell jobs over the weekend, and uh, I may end up doing mm-hmm. a Saturday job here and there. But for the most part, I'm done with weekends right now, man. Yeah. I just can't do it. I've got hell jobs for the week all the way into November right now. And then I've got, as y'all can see, that whole list of sticky notes over here are regular jobs that I've got to call in. So, like I said, blessed to have the work um, and luckily customers who just want me to repair it. Yeah, I was going to work this past weekend, but I uh, got some last minute help. They called me and said they could come help Monday. I was like, cool, I ain't got to work now. <laughs> And when it cools off, I mean, shoot, it's uh, it'd be a lot better. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. But yeah, I hear you. I got an air conditioner out because of a stupid caterpillar burning up my circuit board. So, (laughs) 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 yeah, you're right. (laughs) But I can't wait. Like we've got a lot coming up. Um, You know, we got our twenty group coming up. We've got, you know, a lot of people are going to MT in Vegas September. You got. Y'all are end up doing your your toy drive meetup in November. You know we're going to 
you know, doing our toy drive, you know, so it's, it's that time of year where it's going to start getting busy of the stuff that's outside of work too, you know, uh, kids and sports and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. The hundred plus days have been rough. That was last week. My air conditioner, I told Brandon, my air conditioner went out last week. I just shut the shop down. I'm like, nope, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm spoiled. It's, you know, it's in the nineties down here now, so it's not too, too bad. I mean, it's still hot, but it's, it's not, even at 95, 97 compared to 115. Yeah. It feels like wintertime. We'll add a new list, Biggs. We, we got a long running list of people we want to have on. So we'll, we'll add Frank Sale to it. I always like, like having extra ginger on the show. Yep. <laughs> yep. So anyway, I'm excited, uh, I'm excited about our guest tonight. We've been in the 20 group for a while together. And man, he's doing some really good content and everything else. Got a successful business. So we'll talk a little bit about that, but also on, see what he likes to do when he's not handling all them situations up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and bring him on. So we got Mr. D- Tyler DeCarlo on here and hopefully everything is going okay. Uh, I think so. How does it sound? Still got There's a light echo, echo, but it ain't as bad as it was earlier. I couldn't even think when I was talking. It was like immediately back in my ear. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. Is it me doing the echo when I talk? Yeah. No, yeah, it's, no us. it's us. When we talk, we hear it coming through your speaker. Shoot. That's usually when it's coming through your speaker and then your microphone's right there. If you're using your your desktop, sometimes it does that. Mm-hmm. What's up, Rodney? But it's not, not it's not near as bad. Minus okay. Three or so. It's not as bad as it was. Yeah. So we, we yeah, it was like really loud when we was on there earlier. I was like, ah, I can't do it. <laughs> well, some, pretty, he's gonna watch my brain fry so, on camera. <laughs> somebody else let us know if it's echoing on y'all's end. If it's just on ours, we're gonna roll with it and uh we'll we'll deal with it. So, little known uh, fact about Tyler too, he's got one of the most contagious laps in the industry. Like I think it was two years ago at MPE. I can tell the story. I'm walking down the middle of, you know, whatever the hotel is, and I can hear like Tyler in a Mexican restaurant laughing. <laughs> like, <"Who's Tyler?" laughs> there it is. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so it's just contagious. Oh goodness. All, All right. right well talk- it looks like it's just on us, so we're good. Okay. Can we talk about Ray here, the guy we got working here, our our great employee he's got one of those contagious laughs i was like i gotta introduce him and tyler this year at mte so we can just have them laughing and <laughs> just keep on laughing <laughs> uh he tried Stephen. he tried it headphones but it wasn't working right either so yeah the headphones were worse actually okay well we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get roll with this i can deal with this sure yeah so, so anyway let's get uh you know the first half of the show we always try to get a background on our guests so uh if you want to Kind of let us know a, a brief history of how you got started, how you heard about PDR, how you got started into it to where you are now. You know? Sure. Uh, so I first kind of learned about paintless dent repair from um, a guy who was my friend. I, um, I eventually married his sister, but we have since separated. Um, but anyways, I kind of, I kind of saw him and, he was doing well. And then I kind of, uh, I got involved with the family and then my ex-father-in-law, he, he taught me and I worked under him for a good five years or so. Uh, and then about five years in, he retired. And then from there, I, uh, I took over the business from there and 
just um, just kept rolling with it and kept learning and growing and going from there. Nice. What was you doing whenever uh, before you got into PDR? Where was you at uh, when you learned about it? So yeah, uh, like since I was twelve, I was essentially working because my with my dad was a plaster. So I was doing like construction from the time that I was like 12 until like 20. And then when the opportunity came up to actually learn paintless dent repair, they kind of just stuck me down in a basement with a, with a hood and he would hit it with a hammer and he'd kind of show me some things. And then I'd sit down there and I'd completely butcher this dent to hell and just like scream and yell. And then... <laughs> we get it <laughs> but eventually eventually i started to pick it up a little bit and at that time i was actually working nights at walmart so then so when i actually got good enough to actually go out on used car lots and stuff like that i would be working nights till like seven or eight in the morning and then I would go out in the car lots for, you know, five or six hours after being up all night. Like a zombie. You know, if anyone's, yeah. If anyone's ever worked like a night job, it's mm -hmm. the most horrible thing. Like some people are really like good yourself. at it. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people. I was yeah, no. that like four or five months when I was doing that was like, it felt like 10 years. I can imagine. Yeah. So, so I tried dispatching for a, uh, an ambulance company when I was 19. <laughs> And they gave yeah. me the graveyard shift from seven at night, seven in the morning. Nope. <laughs> I didn't even call in. I'm sorry <laughs> if anybody died on that, that shift. But uh yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do that crap anymore. Well, like Frank said, you gotta hustle. Like, I mean, you had to put that time in. That was the only way it was gonna happen, right? So you you, you achieved it. So yeah happy for you for that. Yeah, so I did that and then there's uh I worked at a restaurant. Um so I kind of switched over. So I got a job as a cook in a restaurant from like four till 11 and then I could do PDR during the day. And I actually mm -hmm. got on a regular sleep schedule and I did that for about four or five months as well. And then I remember the day I came back and could do paintless dent repair full time. Like I was good enough and I was making enough money. And I remember sitting in that kitchen and I was like, I was literally jumping up and down. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> but even then, that was just the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then, uh, then, you, then you go out in the real world and you're like, yeah. Hmm. And is your business still mostly uh, wholesale or how, what do you say percentage wise? For yeah. So it was essentially. I would say 95% wholesale until COVID started. Mm -hmm. And then when COVID started is when things like really wait, shifted. Wait, hold on, hold on. Y'all had COVID in Canada? I thought that was only... <laughs> we had twice here. the COVID. Yeah, we had twice the COVID. <laughs> I remember Tyler telling stories. I was like, holy shit, I thought we had it bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we were locked down. I think almost a year longer than everyone else. Yeah. So, where was I? He's ninety five percent. He's ninety five percent wholesale. Oh yeah. So I was ninety five or so percent wholesale until until COVID happened, and we were locked in our houses. And I was sitting around for a couple of weeks, and 
I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll put some ads out there and just kind of see what happens. And, you know, I started putting out ads and then people started calling me. We're two weeks into a pandemic and people are calling people. People aren't going anywhere or doing anything, but people want me to go to their house and fix dents on their cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We can park <laughs> it out, out. Inside the garage, so we don't have to. We'll leave the key fob in a baggie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slide, slide the money under the garage door. Exactly. Please, please wear your mask while you're fixing my dent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's picked so, up from there. Yeah. So yeah. So, and then it was right around that time, actually. Too, I started. I was I was really into personal development stuff before that, and I had coaching with with different programs and stuff like that. But uh, Corey Kleinfeld, he started popping up on my Instagram all the time for like PDR coaching and that kind of thing. So right around that period, I contacted him and, and started learning from him, from coaching. And he, he had by that time, he had really gone into the, the retail market as well. So that's when I got really into like mobile tech RX and learning how to price dents properly instead of, you know, just going there and kind of looking at the dent and being like, oh, well, you know, you have like all this stuff going inside of your head where like you might have made a certain amount of money that day. So you're kind of happy doing something maybe a little bit cheaper or like you're kind of doing it how you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I started doing Mobile Tech RX, it was like there was kind of like a system in place. We don't mean to laugh every time you say mobile. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brandon, you're from Mobile, Alabama. I'm from, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, where I'm from is spelled M-O-B-I-L-E. So how would you say it? Mobile? Yeah, it's mobile. Mobile? Mobile. mobile. See, that so, sounds so, weird to me. And then it's Mobile uh, yeah. Tech RX. And so we've, we've, actually, we've actually got like uh, – Company's got hats down here that spells it out like how it's pronounced. So M O B E E L. Anyway, yeah, it's it's funny how you listen to how you pronounce it. But anyway, if we went up there, everybody'd be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Mobile, <laughs> mobile. mobile. I like it. Um, yeah. So. That's that's kind of when I got really more into retail stuff and learning how to actually do it properly because uh, I didn't want to do any retail. I, I Customers were so much more picky. You'd get guys standing over your shoulder, especially when you're doing mobile work and they just stand there like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like all that stuff. Um, but when you price it right, it, that stuff's a lot easier to put up with and the quality and then it, when you price stuff right as well it's like you your quality goes up as well mm-hmm. because you just kind of raised your standard overall yeah. and then you know i learned from there like put more um investment into like my website and marketing uh getting google reviews um getting more in touch with other people in the industry as well that could could help help us um I eventually I got an employee for a little bit, um, and I have someone that who takes care of all the stuff on the back end as well. Um, and now, most recently, I've uh, I'm re- I'm working with my first like hailstorm, yeah, first real ha- hailstorm, right? Because I'm not in a very hail prone area, and I haven't traveled for it. I've only stayed in my local market, mm-hmm. and I've I focused on kind of building a local 
just my local route and my dealers and getting like a good residential clientele as well. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where in Canada are you? So I'm about an hour east of Toronto. I live in a place, it's called Bowmanville. Um, and then I service an area approximately 50 minutes to an hour around it. However long okay. that takes me to drive. Do y'all, do y'all drive really slow in the left-hand lane up there? Like Ryan um, Moose. The reason I ask Some people <laughs> definitely do. Because when I was uh, headed to – where was I at? Definitely is Rodney. He says, hell's a different beast. Yeah, you ain't lying. And, Frank, I want to go back to this comment. Frank said, you're your own ah, – he won't let me click on it. You're your best investment for sure, and you ain't lying. Like, you got to invest in yourself. So, mm-hmm. fully agree. Sorry, go back to your slow drive. No, I, I was on the interstate, and, you know, I hate left-hand – I mean, left-lane slow drivers. And I get right behind this, and it's like a, a Ontario tag. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like texting uh, Dominic Sarah. I'm like, is this one of your people down here? <laughs> one of your people. <laughs> <laughs> this is tribe. This is part of your tribe. Come get them. <laughs> and I know they don't drive slow like that, but it was just funny. Well, you talking about uh, building up your marketing and everything, and I want to give you huge kudos, like the videos you're doing. You, you, you bring out a like a professional videographer, kind of do your videos and stuff, don't you? Right. So it was about maybe a year or so into COVID, around that period, somewhere in the first year, I, uh, I, I hired a videographer and I went and talked to my uh, my managers at uh, my dealerships who I've been working with for probably almost seven or eight years at that point. And I'm like, I want to get some video testimonials from, from people. And surprisingly, like a lot of guys were like, yeah, I'd love to do that for you. And there were, there were guys that were kind of camera shy as well. Yeah. And it was, it was funny too, because there were guys that I thought for sure would say yes, that didn't want to do it. And guys that I was like, eh, that are like, yeah, I love to. Right. (laughs) It's funny how that works. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is funny how that works. So that that was probably one of my best investments. Um, it's like a camera reel of everyone talking about, like uh, car dealers talking about paintless dent repair mm-hmm. and how it's been so amazing for like getting their dents fixed on their used lots. And I, I put that ad out there and people are like, that sold me like that. That's awesome. I'm, I'm even using it kind of for like my hail, um, my hail marketing right now where I just kind of have like everything blasted with a hailstorm, like a car being blasted with a hailstorm. And then it goes into that, um, goes into that marketing of just these guys, all these car dealers talking about how amazing paintless dent repair is and specifically us. Right. Uh, Josh Dragos asked if it's near the French part of Canada, he's got a returning customer down here in Florida that can't find a PDR guy there. Uh, I'm like four hours away from Quebec. Okay. Well, there you go, Josh. Trying to solve problems here. Find somebody that didn't guy. But <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Christopher? I even like, yeah, I don't even know if Brandon's seen the, the video. That was your video, I think, that, that the girl comes out there on a date or whatever. She oh, yeah. Stuff, you know, have you seen that, Brandon? Uh-huh. I wish I could post it on the show. It's freaking hilarious. Like, I'll let you tell it, Tyler. I'll, look, I'll give you. So, the, I, I made this commercial where a girl's, a girl's getting, like, ready for a date. And she's getting all proper. And then there's this guy outside and he's like styling his hair and everything. And he has flowers and he goes up and he knocks on the door and she comes out. She gives him a big hug and she's so excited for the date. And then she walks out to his car and she's looking at it. And then she sees dents all over the car and she looks at him and she's just disgusted. 
like, get your dance fixed. And she goes back in and slams the door. It's so awesome. I was is like, that that's on, genius. What, uh, is that on your business page or is it on? Uh, it's on my Instagram. Uh, maybe I'll, I can post it in your guys' Facebook page or something. Yeah, I'd be fired for you because it's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, if I could find it online and uh, like on the computer here, I could actually share it. But no, I, I, I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen it's a bunch of them. Um, and that's what I put in the description of the show was not only were you a, a great tech, but the way you've been documenting a lot of it for social media and stuff like that has been pretty awesome. What's your uh, instance? Uh, it's just premium dent repair. Okay. I'll figure, but I didn't know if you had to throw something else in there. Cause I think there's, I've seen another premium dent repair. So I didn't know who grabbed yeah, there's, that. There's another guy. I think he, where is he? Like California somewhere maybe. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good though because I don't do Yelp and it's one of the things that pop up, so it kind of looks like I have really good Yelp reviews because he's really good too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do that. have I have a fair amount of Google reviews, and um, th- those make a huge difference as well. Like how, many you have? how many you have? Uh, I only have 111, but oh. I noticed too, like. The, like once I reached that almost a hundred point of just five stars or like across the board, um, people don't even question things anymore. Like yeah. you give them a price and they just, all they all just seem to be like, okay. Josh Rago said you use one of the first PDR takes to following. So that's sweet. <laughs> What's up Bruce? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get on a little early. I guess you move a little slow today. Probably, probably a great internet. I mean, it's like lunchtime <laughs> out there anyway, so. 1,500 followers? Hell yeah. Look, Matt's already on it checking your shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I want to touch on something you were talking about earlier. Like, um, you know, when you started doing retail, you didn't want to do it because customers picky, but you knew the quality went up and all that. And yeah. The price went yeah. up. And I think I touched on that when we had Keith and Shane on. I think Gene Fetty is the first one to put that in my head. It's like, if you charge a low number, you're in the middle of that – repair you're not going to feel like doing it anymore because you're sitting there thinking in your head that's the low enough like you get your prices up you want to fix it to the utmost you know the best quality you can so that's mm-hmm. always stuck with me well it goes back to like even me over the years when i got to doing mainly retail and then every now and then i get a wholesale you know and they want that dirt cheap price and it's a say it's a dent that i would get 600 bucks for and they want it done for 100 bucks you're not going to put that effort to it to make that wow. sucker, you know, look good. So, genius, smart stuff, and we're all—all all three of us—are blessed to be in the twenty group to catch that knowledge from him all the time and each other. Like, that's, that's twenty group. Something I found too is when I did start doing uh, like higher retail jobs and getting better at bigger smashes and stuff like that, and knowing what other people would pay for things. When I did go to dealers and stuff like that, I felt a lot more confident telling them higher prices for stuff. Absolutely. Well, and and, and a lot of them guys will follow you, even though you may not know it, because I I would get that, too, that, well, you know, hey, they send me photos or something. We know you can fix that. I mean, you've fixed worse, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, when they know that you can fix some nasty stuff. We got our. I hate wholesale, like, especially here. Like, there's a mobile painter around here that'll paint something for a hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm not competing with that ever. No. Y'all can have all of that. 
You're using ramen noodles and oh god, dude! I'm like why? Like why do you devalue yourself that much? So. Yeah, there's a couple body. There's one body shop in particular I know about that that'll pay in stuff for like a couple hundred bucks. Like crazy, it's crazy. You gotta lose money. Like at least with us, if we are cheapskate, we're not out materials. Like they're out materials and being a cheapskate. Yeah, yeah. And, and what one of them told me down the road here um, was he's like. I just got to keep my guys fed. Right. And, they just got to keep know, people busy. But I'm like, but I'm like, how can you, cause I remember giving a, a, a wholesale, one of my old wholesale accounts, it was a Ram 1500. It had dents on every freaking panel. And I said, look, I can get 70% of, you know, flatten them out, help it sell. I'll do the whole thing. It was like 2,300 bucks. And I didn't hear nothing from him. Next thing I know, the owner of the body shop comes up, get the truck. And I'm like, well, I figured they weren't going to do it and send it to you. I said, have you seen this truck? He said, no. I said, I want you to tell me once you see this truck, if you can do 100% conventional and painting on every panel on this truck for less than 2300 bucks. He yeah. looked at it, he's like, not really, but I got to do it because I got to keep my my workers fed. But then, I did, but then I did find out that this guy, he'll take it on. And he'll tell them a certain price. And then when he gets done, it'll be three times more. And nice. he won't get on the vehicle back until they pay it. Shady. Yeah. Rodney asked, we remember the my squeaking. I, <laughs> yeah, I it's too. my dog. <laughs> there he goes. He runs away. <laughs> get on out of here. <laughs> Rodney said, Do you ever remember you guys remember the first ditch you actually charged for? I do not. That was I do. 2003. I don't remember it. I do because it's <laughs> right through the house on the squeaker. <laughs> you can still hear it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm going to pick out. I even, mine was a 2012 Cadillac CTX red right quarter panel. And it was a big dent and all I had were worth tabs. And I charged, I charged like 300 bucks for it. And it, it you know, nowadays it'd be like a, Fifteen two thousand dollar job, right? You know, and it took me a day and a half to do it. But that was my very first job that I did the day that I went out on my own. It's funny. I remember my mom; she's been going through her storage building here, and she found a. There you go. <laughs> Bring them on down. <laughs> <clears throat> but my mom was. She found some of my stuff in her storage building, some Dent Wizard stuff, and it had like a retail price. Guys, like starts at ninety nine dollars and. It's like that big and everything. I'm like, oh my god. So, you remember your first dent, Tyler? You charged for it. Uh, I can't remember specifically. Remember the first kind of retail dent I got, and it was it was a dent on like the very front of a hood, and I couldn't fix it. I needed help. I ended up getting my uh, my father in law to help me for it. So I didn't really make that much money off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you hated make that call. Like, I'm going to lose money. <laughs> so I tried to – I remember the first one I tried to charge for. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt said him and his local dent guys are all having conversations about staying on the same page, and that's what I always suggest. Everybody in your yeah. market, if you can stay on the same – you're not going to get everybody on the page. There's going to be the hacks. They will charge cheap as shit. Let them chew that stuff up. You can't really help them, but yeah. yeah. Great people like Carl, Nevue, Ken Maddox, and Matt. If you guys, yeah, y'all are on the same page. I'll just help your market all together. 
I've got the only one I trust down here to do a, a good job. We're on the same page. Both use mobile tech. Both use Paul Corden 2022 pricing. I'm like, yes. Yeah. But, he can, but he can fix it like me. So, Right. That's what matters. Yep. I've noticed, too, um, like if people are getting cheaper prices from someone who doesn't have a lot of like very good reviews online and good marketing and all that kind of stuff, like that stuff goes a really far away. I've had, I've been three times the price of some people um, and they've told me that, but because of all this other stuff that they've seen yeah. online, like YouTube videos, um, those reviews, um, Google reviews, all that kinds of things. Like there's not people who just want the cheapest price. Right. Like there's that's a our lot customers. of people that want, yeah, those are our customers. Mm -hmm. yeah. The others are nachos, nacho customers. Nacho, <laughs> nacho Libre. Oh, that's, hey, there's a tag team event. Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, like like down here, those guys, they will post a before picture, and all it says is "got to work on this today." That's it. There's no dent picture. There's no <laughs> What'd you work on? There's, there's there's not even a before. Before. It's just the whole car, like paying or, off. Like, or, right, or pull up with your vehicle behind a, a Rolls Royce and be like, "Got to work on this today." With your company logo on the back, where's the where's the where's the pictures before and after? You have to right. show your potential customers at least what you can do. You know, yeah. they want to know not just oh there's a dent, but where's the after? You yeah, know, it's just. But that's what but I like. Hey. We're, we're gonna take a little walk for a second. We got this big banner. It's gonna might be hard to see because we got the lights off, but that banner shows you know before and after. The they walk back in. And ride. Yeah. Yeah. So when they walk I love in, what you've that. done with your, with all of your marketing and stuff. That's Amanda. You can just yeah brag on Amanda because I'm just the, the face that gets grouchy. You're with just her, the pretty face. Like, I want to make a video. I'm like, ah. <laughs> 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 I do it, but I'm like, ah, oh, God dang. I just want to fix this. I'm the type. I just want to jump on it and get it done. So having right. to slow down for the videos, frustrating. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it, it, takes a, it takes a lot of time. It does. Yeah. So, like so we, Greg, Gregory makes a good point here. He says – his issue is the tech that won't charge his value is damn good at his craft. And, and there are technicians like that. Uh, just, just take, and I've never met John Leto in person, but John on a lot of the Paul Corden stuff for a long time was like, why are y'all charging this? Why are y'all charging this? You know, we can do it for cheap. Now he's come around and now he understands why his value is worth this. Um, you know, there's just some of them just don't realize, you know, they're, they're still stuck in that, that brain fog that, Hey, we got to be cheaper on than deductible on everything. Yeah. And we don't. So that's a dapper marketing and advertising. Yeah. Right. Man, like, she would not want to take that on. I promise you. <laughs> like I said, we, we butt heads pretty good when I'm doing videos. She's like, you got to do something. She's like, I want you to be funny. I was like, I'm not, I can't be, I don't know. I can be funny, <laughs> but not in a video for some reason. It's just not me. She's been trying to do some more lighthearted videos, and I'm just like, I feel like if I'm educating somebody, I can't be funny about it. Like, I'm trying to be serious and educate them. But. Let me start breaking out some of the old Halloween costumes. Molly Cyrus. <laughs> Come in like, like a wrecking ball there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like I said, bragging about yours, Tyler, you got some really good videos and stuff. I love, you know, seeing your content. That's awesome. It's, it goes a long way. Yeah, it goes a long way. The stuff that I've done on YouTube, um, 
even just with like the dealers and stuff, they've all kind of seen it as well. And I put, I'll put like mobile tech, tech on there and like the entire estimation process of everything. So like these guys are even seeing the prices I'm getting for things. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll, they'll come to me and they'll talk about it. And it's just like, then they like, it's not a surprise to them. I add them all on like, I add everyone I know at the dealerships to Facebook. I kind of use that as marketing too. I'll add everyone at the dealerships to my Instagram and then I'm kind of marketing to them as well because I know that they're looking at everything. Right. Right. So then I'll post a video that's like, this is the repair. This is what we charged, blah, 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 blah. And then it just, it, when I do go in and say those prices, they're like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm not putting yeah. that up, Matt. Kiss my ass. You and Greg both kiss my ass. <laughs> I got we got funny people when they're watching, I guess. I guess maybe y'all should make some videos and be funny assholes. <laughs> but no, I like that mindset. That's that's smart. Like like you're training them without them knowing. You're training them by just watching the Instagram videos yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I love it. So well, it, it kind of gets them uh, a better idea of you know they may think before they knew what your pricing for retail really is. The mm-hmm. price you're giving them that oh it's overpriced mm-hmm. and a lot of times the wholesale is going to be under what retail is mm-hmm. actually is at least down here you know yeah um, me so i don't period yeah i don't too. do a, i don't do a drastic drop from retail to wholesale anymore because i rarely do wholesale so they know that i am going to give some sort of break maybe 80 percent of what retail is but right. they also know that i'm going to do 100 percent of the job now instead of like I normally would have back in the day with wholesale, just getting flattened it out, make it look better. I like what Jeff said, subliminal sales. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. And then Matt said, I can't remember to take pictures. Yeah, that's what shitty dick guys say. Oh, man, I forgot to get them before. <laughs> you always remember the after, but there's no yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, though, there was, though, I was having um, a little bit of issues at one point where the manager would be cool with what I was charging for everything. And then, like, a, a higher up would just see the invoice for paintless dent repair. Yeah. And, you know, they're been like, they've been like in it for 20 years and they just don't quite get it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember one specifically where they saw the invoice and it was one I actually did for their service department where they made money off of it, which made, made me look even better. Right. Right. Because the ser- I charged the service department, like, I don't know, 800. And then I usually give about, uh, depending on what it is between 20 and 30% discount to yeah. dealers. And I just do mobile tech RX. So um, from there, I was like, well, actually, you guys made money off of this. Um, and then I sent them like a long email with the price guide for wholesale. And then been like, you guys get 30% discount if it's for the for wholesale, 20% for service. Um, and I sent all my YouTube videos as well. Just like, here, check awesome. this out. That's yeah. awesome. And then it, it worked every single time. People were like, oh, okay. That's huge. And, and yeah. I got to where I would, I'd put my before and after photos on that invoice from Mobile Tech RX. And when I send yeah. it in, at least they have the photos. Yeah. So, so, I started doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I just it. would take a before picture in a circle yeah. if, I, if something was going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I don't, so it's all there. So people can just look at it and be like, oh, this is a fist sized dent through a body line. Like, Right. It makes sense. 
How do you go about asking for your people to do your uh, their testimonial videos? You just blatantly like, hey, if you're happy with this pair, you want to go ahead and tell you know make a video saying how so happy you are. When I when I do when I did it for like retail customers, um, I just went to their house and I had someone filming with me, and then I would just knock on the door and be like, oh, we're gonna do a do a reaction video now. They're like, we are. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I need to put on lipstick. <laughs> it's like it's ain't Tinder. It's a it's a kid video. <laughs> uh, when I went when I went to the car dealers, I was just like, I wanna, I just wanna make some video testimonials, um, just about talking about paintless dent repair. It'll be like three questions, really quick. Like I had my questions, like. Um, how is paintless dent repair? How, what are the benefits of paintless dent repair? How does it help the dealership? And what do you think of our service? Mm-hmm. Just like something that wouldn't take them very long. Yeah. I had one guy that wrote out like a freaking script for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this ain't like, long show, homie. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> I was so surprised. He was sitting there and he was like, he was doing his take. We, we spent a half an hour with, he was the dealer principal. And he was just doing take after take after take. Like you'd be surprised how many people actually want to help you when you when you put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a great idea, and it's probably something me and managed to try to do with some of our retail customers. I've thought about it, but I don't ever think about it when they're here. You know what I mean? It's like after right. Day, it's like shit. They were so happy if I had that on recorded when they first seen their dent. Like that would right so much. The, the, yeah. only, the only after testimonials I have is when I pull it off my ring camera on the front out of here. <laughs> the customer walks up and like, holy crap, it's not there. <laughs> like, or, okay, uh, <laughs> or the wife's bitching to the husband about how fast he's driving down the road. <laughs> the one you got the other day. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That was awesome. That was That's awesome. <laughs> So we're already way past, as usual, we're way past the halfway mark. Ain't even talked to Tyler about what he does outside of PDR because this is how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get any hobbies and stuff to get into? Sure. Um, well, just for hobbies, I mainly just will kind of go to the gym. I'll um, hang out with my dog. No, what's the dog's right name? Oh, this is Milo. Milo. Treating it like 20 group, waving at the kids. The kids. Uh, <laughs> um, when I go away and stuff like that, I really like going to uh, like personal development seminars and retreats and that kind of thing. Like um, when I first started getting kind of more back in the day, I used to do like a lot of drinking and drugs and all that kind of thing. Um, and then when I started to kind of clean up my life and start working on myself, uh, I just got really into personal development stuff. Um, and I got really into Tony Robbins stuff. Um, I found that stuff made like a huge shift in my life. Um, he teaches a lot of powerful things. I ended up going to pretty much every single one of his seminars. Uh, some of them multiple times when I went to, uh, when I went to the first one, I let go of so much stuff. Like I learned so much about like limiting beliefs and all that stuff that controls you inside of your mind. And then went through these processes to like release them and change them. And I spent what I made in a month um, to go to it, which was about $3,000. And I came back and made all that money back in three days. Really? Yeah. I, I started, it's like, it shifted everything inside of me yeah. and then I was staying consistent with it. 
and I, I stayed consistent with it like day after day after like three months, three weeks. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, I was just like, <laughs> am I possessed? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. I think it's so like the Jack Black movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I just, from there, I just, I just got really into kind of developing myself to be kind of the best version of myself that I can be and kind of overcoming like all my limitations that are inside of my mind. And I find that getting myself into these different environments and stuff where you're around people who are doing that all of the time, it can make a big shift inside of you. Um, because all this stuff is so unconscious, like buried in there and you're not even really aware of it. And sometimes just, you know, going to a seminar or a retreat or something like that can just kind of, it can just, it can just shift things inside of you and make you, make you be a better person and more better for your business and life and the world and everyone you meet. Yeah. I like it. There's some uh, like audio books and stuff that I've listened to over the years that kind of got me out of that fog and stuff. You know, what's that? The one thing. I hadn't finished that one, but um, it wasn't even business related. It was just, it made, made stuff click, man. I even Mm -hmm. saw, I even saw a therapist for a short period and it was like, it's kind of like going to that. It's just getting it out there and it's like Mm -hmm. things clicked. I'm like, that's, that's what's holding me in this little fog, you know? Yeah. Are you big into uh, like manifesting vision boards, stuff like that? I'm super into all that stuff. I love it. I used to not be into it at all. Like at all. I used to think that, oh, that's stupid. Like law of attraction stuff. Like all oh, that. I love the secret. Was... Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I and meant. Then the secret, one... Not the one thing was what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once I came back from those seminars and kept doing them and everything was just kind of starting to become attracted to me. And I was in the right places at the right time and meeting kind of the right people at the right time and yeah. just keeping myself in the right kinds of states. Cause that's a huge thing I learned about is keeping yourself in a, in a positive state, not really suppressing yourself though, but like a huge thing I learned is gratitude. Like we can be, we can be angry or depressed and that's just how we're using our mind and our, our focus, or we can be grateful. And it's almost like we've been conditioned or we've, it's just kind of automatic to kind of look for things that can upset us. Right. And especially if you've been like that for a long time, you have to almost create a gratitude practice for yourself where you're, where you're thinking of things that you'll, you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. So I do like these meditations and affirmations and all that stuff all the time where I'm like, I'm thinking of things I'm grateful for and thinking for of things that I'm grateful for that I want to happen in my life, but thinking it uh, as if they've already happened now. I'm manifesting. Yeah. 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 Like living in that, living in that like desired reality now and feeling grateful for it. That's like, that's like the secret. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of successful people like Don Cavanaugh's big into the secret and kind of that manifesting and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I I believe in it. I need to do a better job of it. Cause like you said, you're hardwired to do the the opposite of that. So you got to kind of, which yeah. I will. I, I do a lot of praying. I'll, you know, and it's not praying asking for something. It's praying just thanking for what I got a lot. Yeah. So right, even that's powerful. It's just like it's bringing in, like the energy of, like gratitude. And if you're in that energy already, you're gonna attract more of it. Yeah. It's right. like whatever you focus on, you're gonna attract. Yeah. 
And it's like it. the the secret and stuff. It's more about kind of like your your subconscious and unconscious mind and what's kind of layered on inside of there. Mm-hmm. So um, we have kind of these like subconscious and unconscious beliefs and programs that are in the back there and they're kind of controlling everything that we're, we do. So we got to become kind of aware of them and tweak them for what we want in our lives. Yeah. So there's, there's really good speakers on it, like Bob Proctor or Dr. Joe Dispenza. Like those guys are, are really good at that kinds of things. And I've, a lot of their like techniques and stuff I found very powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Josh Dragos, I believe I can get a bed cap tool for Brandon Schmidt. You and everybody else besides me and like three other people. <laughs> like everybody's got he's got a wait list for bed cap tool removals. Way one once hell season's kinda panned out a little bit here, then yeah, I'm <clears throat> in talks with uh tool company to tool. produce it. So Tyler, are you any any local mastermind groups like local businesses and stuff like that? No, I'm not anymore. I was in Rotary for a while before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when COVID happened, they were doing the virtual meetings and stuff like that. And I just wasn't very into them. Yeah, I, I just kind of was showing up and kind of volunteering, but I not nothing very too local or anything like that. Just the PDR uh, group right now is what I'm doing for okay. like all my coaching stuff currently. And then I'll probably end up going to a retreat or a seminar towards the end of the year. I'm just, I'm so busy. I'm like, I'm like Brandon right now. I've been going okay. seven days a week, like nonstop. So yeah, with the hell and everything. Yeah. So at least you're getting to learn a lot of all your questions. You know, you asked about our good questions and I'm glad we're there to help you through it. Man, I've learned so much in the last like two or three weeks. It's, it's, it's insane. It's a completely new game. It is. Yeah. We kind of had to do the same thing this year and learn, learn ourselves. So we've had a hailstorm before, but I was working out of the body shop. So it's way different ball games and handling everything yeah. on your own. It's like, Oh wait, okay. They yeah. did deserve their percentage. They got for fighting with all this shit. <laughs> right. I, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of between two places right now, actually, where I'm like, I have a shop that's, I can pretty much send everything to, um, mm-hmm. to do all that stuff. But there's then I'm also can get my own place, so I'm kind of deciding if I want to do kind of a mix of both, like sending like some of the really nasty stuff there and not having to deal with as much that in that sense, and kind mm-hmm. of doing maybe the easier stuff in a different place or <laughs> and still figuring it out, like right, yeah. Well, at least you know you got you can ask in the group and stuff, and everybody give you their honest. Yeah, everyone's been so helpful. Like it's put me miles ahead of what i would have been i would have been completely lost without the group like I lost was, <laughs> that's what i tell everybody like i was lucky enough to get into it like <clears throat> i think i was a full year in business on my own and was yeah. able to get in there and i was like holy shit it just fast forwarded dapper day repair into what we are today and still yeah. fast forwarding this you know so yeah especially when you get into like hail or doing insurance and stuff like that and everyone has all this experience Mm-hmm. Um, doing this stuff, you can just pop a question on there, and someone's dealt yeah. with that situation before, something very similar to it. And yeah, and, and every little storm, like hailstorm, you go through, uh, you'll take what you learned on the first one and what you didn't know, and apply it right. to the next. So, just say like this is my third year having a storm here. Yeah, and since the very first one, from doing you know, hell jobs in the past and 
thinking I was getting decent money to two years ago and I had Randy Hobson and, and come down and uh, several guys and I learned a lot from that and then applying that to last year and I got even more money and then this year I'm getting even more money you know on just just knowing how to write them up how to you know denops is just a, a godsend on mm -hmm. In our whole industry, and I know there's others out there right now too coming out, but DenOps has really helped a lot. Um, knowing how to learning how to really deal with the insurance companies and stuff, how to write them properly. Um, a lot of that, I mean, it, it finally makes it worthwhile that you know, and then I'm looking back at just say like the first tail jobs I was doing when I went out on my own, I'm like. God, you know, just say $2,500 job then, and now it's like a $10,000 job. You know, mm -hmm. it's the same damage. Right. It's just knowing how to how to write it and not being afraid to write it the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Stephen said he hope he can stick to uh, retail PDR work. All good info. Yeah, I, I love retail. Like, I know we were talking earlier, Tyler, you were talking like people being over your shoulder. I kind of enjoy that, like, because I feel like I'm getting to educate them. You know, they're learning yeah. more about what we do and big picture. There's more I like it a lot more than I used to. Yeah. Yeah. So, Especially when you're getting paid for it, you're kind of like entertaining them too. Like, you're yeah. like, now I'm getting paid to do this part of it too, right? Right. Yeah. I had one in here one day, like, I was fixing this deal on a quarter panel. He was a doctor. And I mean, he was right here. I, I wanted to be like, are you a proctologist? Because you all in my head. <laughs> <laughs> get out <laughs> but no it's all good like he was just kind of wanting to see and i get the curiosity and stuff and, and all that's doing that, that person watches you do that they're going to go tell somebody else because they experienced the whole thing saying that you know the word's getting out that way too so big picture i think it's great to let them be a part of it right so i i don't i personally don't let them in the back anymore but we I, don't let them I in the back but they can that. watch through the window like yeah but just educating them and like you've got your signage there. I've got photos printed of old repairs, big ones, small ones, nasty ones, motorcycles, everything, plastic, metal, aluminum, you know, so they can see what, and, and they'll, they'll stand in here and just in awe of what can be done. And then they're, mm -hmm. you know, talking to them with their den, explaining it. If they ask how I'm going to fix it, you know, I explain the process to them. You know, I think we're, we're going to start with the estimates, getting them back here and estimating it, and then having the customer come back. Ray did that the other day with one, and it was a smash. And you know, he did yeah. it by Mobile Tech RX, and it he was like, you know, at, with that education right there in front of her, he was showing her everything. It was just like a no brainer. Like, yeah, when can I get scheduled? So I think we're going to try to do that a little bit more. Brandon is not just a piece of eye candy for customers. <laughs> I'm waiting on the end of the dad joke. Come on, Nick. What's the we got to. We gotta get back on track. We we're like we're not gonna talk. We're gonna talk about your personal life, PDR. Yeah. <laughs> we get back. On track. <laughs> we live it. <laughs> but uh, so you got your you go to the retreats and you know self help stuff. What else you got going on? Uh yeah. So you I mean, you you were married or you're still yeah. married? Okay. Any kids? No, I'm not. I'm not married anymore. We broke up right before COVID. Okay. Um. So, yeah, any, pretty much any, I focus on PDR probably 90% of the time. Understood. And just focusing on my, I love what I do, though. Yeah. 
I love what people are like, oh, you're, you're working on the weekend. I'm like, I love it. Like, I love going out. I love talking to people. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like work to me. There's like, sometimes when I'm doing these estimates, it feels a little bit like work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, 90% of the time, I just, I love what I do and it doesn't feel like work. So yeah, I, I'm okay with putting tons of time and effort into, into doing all this stuff. Same. I, I a- love doing estimates for retail, you know, not non-hail stuff because mm-hmm. I'm right there with them. I can explain everything that right there because you're educating them on it. And I mm-hmm. love that, you know, doing hell estimates. I'm like, you can sit in here. It's going to take me about 30 minutes. To, uh, what do you, uh, Tyler, what's your percentage now for wholesale and retail? I mean, start out at 95%, 5%. Where do you think you'd be at now? I'd say it's about, depending on the month, 40, 50, it might fluctuate. Okay. Um, what do you do with the other ten percent? Hell no! I called it. I got that's it. funny. Uh, no, it, it's I'm it's I'm doing a lot. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of hail over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've actually just waitlisted all the retail. Right. Um, for about you, six weeks. Are you doing a lot of hail for uh, like a body shop, or is it mainly retail? There's some in a body shop, but I'm getting most of the work on my own. That's awesome. But yeah, you have so anybody- I'm, I'm learning like the whole insurance game and about steering and how you have to educate pretty much every single customer because, you know, this insurance company has made all these deals with these body shops, get kickbacks, and they'll literally lie to your customer and break the law and tell them you have to go to this body shop. Yeah, we've had conversations about that. Yeah, and so I, I've found Canadian law, like the line that says you have the right – Oh, it's zooming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, I we're going again. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it now. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Here's your close-up. But yeah, so I, I send them all that stuff to um, just to educate them so I can – and once they find out their insurance company's lying to them, they like – and that they have the right to choose who they want, then they really want to pick you because right. you're telling them the truth. So, uh, so Matt Myers is asking if you're going to go to MP. <laughs> yes, <good way>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that screenshotted. <laughs> this is Tyler DiCarlo at Premium Beer Repair. He fixes your dance. <laughs> That would be excellent. That's your next commercial. <laughs> what are you using? A gimbal or something? Uh, it's this fan. It's called like an Ozbot because it. I think it's. I think it's supposed to follow me around. It was but earlier. Yeah. I, no, I, like, I think when I was t- t- doing yeah. something with my hands. <laughs> it just, it just, like, See it there. But um, I don't know how to unzoom it now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Must see TV right here. Tyler can't unzoom his shit. <laughs> so Matt Myers asked if uh, you're going to MTE this year. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I wanted to go to the um, Vegas one, but I think too much is going on right now. Okay. Uh, so so I think I, 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 I'm 90% sure I'm going to go to January. Oh, okay. 
Orlando. Yeah, so we'll be there. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to Vegas either, but we'll be at the Orlando one. Are you coming uh, to our meetup in October? I'm going to go in October. Yeah. So I, I went to the last one Gene had like a month yeah. ago. But yeah. It was, it was small. There was only five of us there, maybe. Like everybody was busy six. pushing hail. So it was yeah, hard. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, but that was awesome. It's only a six hour drive uh, from where I live to Gene's place. Right. Jeffrey said, just yeah. scoot back a little. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Josh Drago said, the Gaylord is high. It's too high class for us, so be prepared. No, they better be prepared. Yep. We ain't got nothing to worry about. They'll, they'll be prepared. It's been there oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> you did something. It scooted off of you a little bit. It's not, it's not like right here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tyler. <laughs> that laugh. I can't wait to introduce you to Ray. We're going to freaking hurt from my episode. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited now. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> You don't disappoint, Tyler. <laughs> we can just... We could just laugh at the camera, though. The rest of the, the three minutes are stuck I got oh, to, like, screen record this. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode, we talked to Tyler's nose hairs. <laughs> this is awesome. No, I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to brag on you a little bit more. I, I love what you're doing with your business. Uh, I feel like you... When you put content out that out there like that, it helps other people get ideas to do content. All we're doing as a whole is educating the industry, you know, people around us, you know. So I love it. What's up, Lee? Oh, he said, uh, "Hey, Tyler." Hey, Lee. Lee got hacked apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> sending pictures that he was like, "I ain't sending pictures." I'm like, "I don't know if I won't know anything about them pictures." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> All I can said. Don't jump off the pirate ship in the restaurant area. Oh, that's going to happen. There's too many people to drink at MTE. I guess at MTE Gaylord, there's a pirate ship in the restaurant. <laughs> Game on. There's like a whole jungle in the middle of the hotel, too. I ain't even looked at it. I think Amanda booked it. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Sorry, it's like, where were, were we at the Gaylord when we went? I went... No. That was a uh, Rose and Shingle Creek. This is the first year at the Gaylord. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I've never been there. So it'll be at the Gaylord for the next two years, and then we'll be back at Rose and Shingle. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've only been to the one. Um, it was fun, man. It was so much fun going to that. You're like, you get to meet all these guys that you just see on like Instagram and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they're like, like you, like. They feel like they're you're meeting a famous person. Yeah. Did you, you fanboy? And you realize they're like three foot shorter than what they look like on social media. Yeah, it's very true. Or big. I, so I always thought Keith and Shane were tall until I'm, I'm like, really? That's all you got? Shorties. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's in kissing me, not Orlando. So Josh, is that are we Send still me. flying to Orlando? I'm, I'm assuming. Kissing me. What'd you say? Kissing me. Kissing me. me. Kiss me, I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> that joke oh, will be going the whole time at MTE. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so no, it's been a, uh, it's been awesome. I've had fun. My face is hurting from laughing. Yeah, it's, it's good. Been- I do, I do want to say that uh, all y'all in Florida, you know, especially Tampa and and around that Lost area, I hope y'all are all good. Not a lot of damage or anything. Uh, especially no. Uh, Losses of life, friends, family, stuff like that. I know, mm-hmm. you know like Kevin Bird, they almost got flooded, but I think they're okay now. It was getting um, closer and closer. He stayed. I was yeah. like, I wish you'd have got out of there, dude. Like, I'm stressed for you. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the, you know, water's one thing, but it, I, you know, and then now South Carolina area and all that, like I saw Corey Pope posting video of them getting the beaches ready. They had big old, you know, like, D8 dozers out there digging up, putting berms up from the beach. Good God. A um, scary situation. Yeah. <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so far, no reported deaths. Awesome, Josh. Thank you for the yeah. update on that. That's that's great news. Uh, scary shit. <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. Uh, no, you're good. It's, uh... You got to start from the outside and push in. Push it in, like. No, I don't know. No. Wave by it. <laughs> All right, go. <on. laughs> oh man, well it's been fun. Yep. So I'm uh. Glad you got to come on, Tyler, and, and yeah, for have sure. Fun with us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. No, absolutely. I knew we'd have some fun with you. Like I said, that between that laugh and you know the stuff you got to talk about, I was excited about it. So everything I expected to be, and then yeah. you threw in a little added with the technical the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have a show next week. We might not. Who knows? We're at this, yeah. this right now. We're just winging it. We'll let you know. We may have one. Um, Speaking it's of going to start uh, kind of dying, not dying off, but getting to where I can I can do a show every week. So um, hopefully we can get somebody. So, but then again, you know, we've asked a couple people, and they're so busy that they can't I get win. on. So it, yeah. it's not just us, you know, mainly us, but you know, some of the people. They just they just can't do it at the time. They're just everybody's so busy right now. That, um, we we want to get back consistent doing it every week, and we're trying. Yep, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, again, appreciate you coming on, Tyler. Appreciate everybody watching and commenting and everything tonight. And uh, just stay tuned for next week, and we'll let you know. But bye, everybody. We're out of here. Peace out.